When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings, weary travelers. Come warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales. Tales of adventure. Tales of heroism. Tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Agelos, and I am back in the main chair, and I am joined by Lotus of Doom. How are you, sir? I am good. We are fully in control again. This we are. Ark will uh, regret this. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Arkaneer is not here today because he is busy at his coronation. He has overthrown Queen Irene of the Aldmeri Dominion as he was voted most Altmer, and therefore he is being crowned King of the High Elves. Actually, King of All Elves. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't get All invited. of Somerset. Yeah. No, we did not. No, because we're Norths. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And also, he's pretty much adopted all the Guars to the, you know, Somerset Isles to his home kingdom, mm-hmm. trying to take them away from the rest of us. Yep. But, you know, we still love you, Ark, even though, you know, you're completely corrupt at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, it's shameful. I think he pretty much turned all of Somerset into a Guar haven, and it's just <laughs> full of Guars now. It, it's, yeah. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. All hail the king. All hail the king, mm-hmm. Arkanir. So. Yep. King yep. of the elves. And king of, of the elves. Yep. All right. We got a fun show planned for you guys tonight because Lotus and I have done a lot of adventuring within Tamriel this week, and I mean a lot. I am still shitting the, the Argonian crap off my boots. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and, not and- great. You shook off the all the Argonian crap, and I walked it right into finishing Somerset. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so we really are just covering everything that we make fun of Ark for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We've got the two zones are our entire tales. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be awesome. We also have some news, which mm, may light a fire under almost the entire community's rear end, it seems like, at this point. Uh, with some controversial patch notes. Uh, Skill lines are now being added to the crown store, so there you go. And Blades is having a 2X experience event. So that's actually probably the only positive thing we'll probably talk about tonight. Yeah, that, that'll... <laughs> but if you want to bring that down a notch too, you can just look at that tweet and then all the responses to it because everybody's just bitter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, we got a show. But before we do that, we got to thank all of those who support us each and every month over at patreon.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network, as well as our subscribers here on Twitch. You guys are amazing. You help keep our metaphorical torches lit, our bellies full of mead, and Arcaneer in guar leather. It's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, anyone who does support us there gets access to all of our shows at least 24 hours early. At least, sometimes even longer. So, little perk for you guys. There you go. Anyway, we do have some iTunes reviews because those people help support us out as well. First up, we got Rob the DK. Love this podcast. I listen to several ESO podcasts, but this one is easily my favorite with the information mixed with the banter of the host. Love TOT and is a must listen while at work. Thank you, Rob the DK. We also had a second five-star review from Crasher28. New listener here. Been enjoying the show. I'm an Xbox opening day player. Took a long break. Came back and found your channel while on the hype train. Keep up the great work, guys. Really enjoy the show. Thank you so much, Crasher28. And we have some drunken hobo over here called Neonato134 <laughs> who says, I like to listen to Tales sometimes. This is not a five-star review. And he says, tell Ark he's better than Agelos. You can tell he's drunk because he misspelled my name but <laughs> bet yep. you, i bet Shout you he plays to an altmer too that hilarious thing <laughs> it's gonna say from the ps4 side of things figure art can get one shining note in this episode <laughs> i'm pretty sure that this guy is nothing but an elf so mm-hmm. yeah. or arc secretly in disguise yeah that that's you know? that's what it is yeah so there you go. the eyes of the queen or whatever so I, I was gonna say <laughs> he's, he's eyes of the queen so what no. would this be the ears of the king because he's a pointy yeah, knife here yeah the ears of the king because yeah. he's the new knife here and yeah. now it's back to it. kingdom mm-hmm. love it anyway moving on down the line we have a beside behind the scenes update and that is i'm in charge so mm-hmm. you're gonna have a fun episode i promise you that okay Let's just go ahead and jump right on in to our tales. I'm going to let Lotus go first. All right. I will kind of... So I had postponed listening to an episode way back for quite a while uh, when you guys discussed the spoilers to Somerset because I had not completed Somerset. I'd done some of the stuff with it, and along the way I've been trying to uh, catch up so that I can get into elsewhere so that we can discuss it on the show. It'll be a little weird if I can't discuss thing. Eventually, when spoilers are, you know, doable in a month or so. Um, So I figured, like you, I like to do things somewhat in order. And I realized there was mostly side quests in Somerset that I hadn't finished. And also, apparently, the very final quest. Um, And I just thought I had done it because it had been spoiled for me. So I knew what the ending was, making me think I had done it myself. And I actually had not. So just an FYI, this will involve some summer spoilers. I won't try to just like ruin everything or whatever. But um, I have now officially cleared Somerset, everything except the museum collection thingy. I still got to find more of that junk. That's sort of a quest. But I like doing those when I'm in party chat with people because I'm not paying attention to a story or anything. So it doesn't really matter. Right. right. But um, that was a super fulfilling quest line. I liked it quite a bit. 
I think uh, we could talk about it. It's been yeah, a year I, I, since it's yeah, been Yeah, and I mean, you did have kind of like the spoiler episode, but yeah. you guys even still tried to be nice about it as best as possible. You know, you weren't overtly spoiling stuff, but yeah. I would think it's, you know, another expansion has come out at this point. So right, right. Over a year. Right. Um, The Darian Gutierrez thing... Mm. That dude is very cool. I, I, I he's a great character. Um, I and him like him, but a, his personality has changed a lot from the Darian we knew prior. Yes. He still had a lot of it, like the um, I forget what person, like what uh, rank she was in the Sigic Order, but the one he even kept ma- kept making kind of like nods to, like, "Don't worry, I'll be back. I promise." Like he still has like that that little swagger. Yeah, to him that I find makes him pretty funny. Um, but I agree, after the Meridia thing, he became a little more stoic and a little less roguey, I guess you could. Yeah. He he but, lost that debonair Yeah, a little bit. Feeling. Yeah. yeah. But I ended up liking uh, the mix between him and Lathan, the kind of turncoat uh mm-hmm. i liked that because at first i thought that guy was kind of a douche and then um as it went on i i liked how he interacted with a lot of things um for the main story as they go up the tower on a note uh not specifically to either of them but the amount of people they killed in the story completing somerset i was a little thrown off by because i was like whoa okay we're just often like main characters left and right here uh which i did enjoy just because i was like okay well that certainly was unexpected Mm -hmm. um however that brings me to something that was a huge downer and something that i've never encountered before i don't know if you have or anybody else has in chat have you ever logged out in an instanced zone that is uh, like main path critical story. No, I can't say that I have because anytime I've been in the main path critical story, I'm pretty much engaged. Invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So am I usually. Well, something came up in my ascent up the crystal tower. Okay, and I was like, "Oh crap, I gotta go." So I got to an area where I was safe or whatever. I was like, "Okay, I'll just log out here and I'll come back." Apparently, that is a huge no-no in this game, which I find weird because these quests are pretty involved. Um, It does not save any of your progress on the quest. Really? It will unzone you all the way back to a center hub and undo the story choices you make. Wow. So it didn't ruin it for me. I I won't say that, but this is where things are going to get spoilery because I need to kind of like address some of the things. that. Yeah. Um, So when Lathan basically saves the, well, doesn't save the Sapiarc, but he like kind of puts her mind at peace when she's done. Um, That we had, I had gone past that. I had built the ballista to knock down the wall to keep scaling the tower, which, by the way, I thought that was awesome that they incorporated the siege mechanic into the campaign for, like, the first time ever. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's, like, really cool. 
And then when Lathan shocks open the door and has to, he goes too far from the uh, the time crystal thing, so he mm -hmm. gets technically torn between worlds. Yep. Yeah. Isn't so that when because it's our fault? Like we touch it, it's like oh no! yeah, but, oh yeah, yeah. He basically he gets us through the door, but to do that, he bolts across the room, which while we're going for the door, gets him out of the zone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So he gets torn apart. Uh, so I log back in. He's alive again. <laughs> um, and we're back at the bottom of the tower where I have to do all of these quest steps again. It It's sort of like uh, the butterfly effect where you're like, this yes. isn't going to end well for you, buddy, just so you know. <laughs> right. Um, that kind of sucked. <laughs> because one, that, that quest is long and it's really cool. I liked it a lot. It is. I'm not necessarily what I would could call like a super immersion person where like, oh, it has to be immersive. I like that. But that took me out of it a bit <laughs> like that was lame that I came back in expecting to be like, OK, most of the way up the tower. And no, I haven't even gone into Clavicus Vile's realm. I'm completely outside. I was like, huh. So that I mean, that put a damper on that, to be perfectly honest. That that kind of sucked, actually. I really did not like that because it undid essentially 20 minutes of me scaling the tower and doing all these things. And it was like a little less impactful doing it the second time because then when I'm rushing, yeah. I was going too fast. So I wasn't triggering the dialogue sequences in order. So when you get the key, I just ran over to where the key was, grabbed the key, bolted up the stairs, went there. They're still waiting downstairs for me to trigger the dialogue sequence. Oh. And I'm like, oh, God, this is terrible. So I had to then slow roll back up the tower. I couldn't even blip, which I was like, oh, boy. So, guys, never log out <laughs> mid-quest. If you don't have time for it, don't start it. That's all I can give you as, a, as kind of a heads up going forward. Cause that, I felt as much as I enjoyed it, man, that was that was lame. That was super lame. Right? No, it's. Uh, I can only imagine. Yeah, at that point in time, it's like you've seen half the movie. And you want to skip ahead to catch up, but right. when you do that, it messes with everything else. Uh, yeah, it was just. Oh, I, I don't know. Like I said, it, it was it was definitely a downer, and it took away some of the impact of the storyline, which one, I thought that was actually a really fulfilling conclusion. Uh, they also kind of, I don't know whether it was did. Well, their, their story team seems pretty on point. So I like the fact that it seemed weird that the Daedric princes were working together since they're notorious for not doing that. And then them all trying to backstab each other. It's just nocturnal kind of got there first <laughs> ended up being their undoing. Right. I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Like, I like that. Can we uh, talk a little bit about the plot thread that carried all the way over from Morrowind? Yes. I So I so far I've liked the season of the dragon the way things tie in. You'll discover that soon enough now that you'll be able to do the dungeons and I, but yeah. I like the carry through. Like that's cool. And holy crap, that was a long carry through. Yeah. I, you could tell that was <laughs> That was planned out for a long, long time. Long and it's time. like, man, that is. I mean, essentially, when you think about it, I mean, Morrowind really kicked it into gear. But you even know that Ver uh, the Vanus thing at the end of Rothgar. 
where yeah. he kind of so it's like that was what is that three and a half years mm-hmm. of telling one one long story thread now granted dark brotherhood and stuff like that kind of nods to it but not direct things whereas like yeah. clockwork city morrowind those were just like okay this is strong setup for the next thing that's about to happen right i love that i thought that was awesome yeah like, and it, it had a good payoff in the end like i like how that story albeit i feel like it sort of invalidate well i guess it doesn't invalidate your choice and yet it does because for those who don't know the main bad guy besides it being um uh Mimfala, is her champion who was um uh, uh what's her the, face everyone's yeah, favorite uh, sexy elf yeah um why am i drawing a blank on her yeah i was gonna say uh, oh god naryu naryu yeah her yes. apprentice yes yes who at the end of of is it is it part of the main storyline or is it a side quest? Yes, so it's it's the storyline in Balmora, but you need to do the Balmora storyline to gain the fev- favor of House Rider. Right, that's right. That's why it's technically a main quest, even right. though it's a side quest. Right. Um, there's essentially a scene in there where she's the deemed the bad guy. Yes. Um, she commits a murder without it being sanctioned, and therefore you need to punish her. And you get to choose whether or not you want her dead or alive uh, to be sent away. And I chose to kill her. I did as well. And if you do that, Naru gets all pissed at you and acts yeah. all like, yep, all, all hurt about it. And here in the end, she didn't do it anyway. I know. She, she kind of like roughed her up a little, but left her alive, which I was like. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah. I'm wondering if that will be addressed um, at some point. Because, yeah, I, it was funny. When I saw her again, I was like, oh, okay. With, you know, with the Sai Sahan thing in you know, the previous round, three, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> it's the, like, but the, this one. The difference between Sai Sahan, though, and this one yeah, is I you know. don't actually see her being killed. Naru says, I'll do it. And yes. then you leave the room, and then yeah, you meet her afterwards. I use Sai Sahan's essence to beat you, Molag Ball. So. You literally <laughs> see him disintegrate into, yeah. yeah. So there's a little bit of a difference there. Right. But um, that was. So I'm still waiting to see how that all comes about. But again, and, much like the past notes, I'll wait and see, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, unlike the patch notes, this might actually have a more pleasant, you know. Uh, yeah, payoff uh, in the uh, end. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. Now, see, I really liked. Did you find all of her journal notes in Somerset? Yes. So I, I was finding those along the way, which actually was going to bring me to the other thing that you guys mentioned, and I heard it, and I wonder if I even would have heard it if it wasn't for you guys bringing it up on uh, the Somerset spoiler cast. Was the guards arbitrarily talking off to the side about a book materializing in the top of the throne room. And it's the final journal of um, Derek and him being lost in the colored rooms. That is super cool. And like a really neat Easter egg that, that, I mean, you hear the guards over talk, like talking with each other, but I mean, a lot of people just run by that banter without thinking about it. 
that's like a very cool little Easter egg that I liked uh, upon completion of that. A lot of the banter, though, and, and I can see why some people do it, but a lot of the banter comes off as, I don't want to say it, it's the same quote over and over. Yes. Yeah, it's a dialogue loop that's just kind of happening in the game. And the dialogue changes based on what you've done, like it, which is neat to hear them yes, talking about. Absolutely. Did you hear about the hero of Balmora? It's like, oh yeah, that was right, me. right, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. That's me, and I rule. You happen <laughs> yeah. to mention it. Well, yeah. this guy, yeah, <laughs> wearing a hero of Balmora shirt, like, yeah. uh huh, yeah, I have heard about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Signing autographs, like kissing babies. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Did you hear exactly. about the hero Mo Balmora? Do you want me to sign your head? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. So I can understand how people would miss that, but kind of knowing that existed, I mean, I do listen to that stuff a, a decent Like, I don't know if I'm quite as meticulous as, as you are when you go through, like, dungeons and stuff like that, but uh, I do like to go and slow roll the stuff to get the stories, and then I'll nuke the stuff later, yeah. unless I'm doing it, like, blind for some reason with people or something on stream. But uh, but on the note of them saying stuff, man, mine all kind of tie together real easy. Um, on the note of them knowing about things and stuff like that, um, after clearing Somerset, I went back, I don't know, to do my Ritz or something. Okay. And I had a random quest just in the Davin's watch or it, it was just chilling. Uh, I had a quest that hadn't been done. And I'm like, where is this thing? So I'm walking around and it turns out it's in the Mages Guild. And I go in and it's, uh, what is it? That Vanis Galarian guy? Oh yeah, the guy who was voted not as Altmer as, yes. as Arkaneer. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, I apparently never did the Somerset Prologue quest. Really? <laughs> and this is why I was hammering you in Discord going, now how again does this go after yeah, Merkmire? Yeah, I know. Dude, don't know how I missed this thing. The funniest part is, so I, I do it. He knows I've already saved Somerset. Isn't that about the time Fallout 76 came out? Yes, I think it was. I, I think it, it's somewhere around there. The hype cycle had started for that. So I think that's where yeah. I might have gotten lost in the shuffle. Because uh, you've always been like, and, and when that prologue came out, it was literally like, well, for oh, yeah. you guys, it was like a month of you got the prologue and then you waited you to waited get Somerset. The actual thing. So that's the thing. So when I'm talking to him, he's like, oh, you know, there's a disruption on Somerset. You know, there's these shadows. So he, he's leading me through, like, you've got to deal with the, um, the whatever, the Oracle, that's her name. Like, the uh, Oracle that's dealing with the Sigics. And um, so I do that, whatever. I get to the end of it. The, the prologue thing was fine. And he's like, yeah, so we should travel to Somerset. And my response is essentially, yeah, don't worry, it's good, dude. And I was like, oh, my God, they account for you not doing the prologue quest <laughs> until after you beat the story. He's like, oh, I'm glad to see everything worked. It, it like, knew that I did the story. <laughs> and really? I was like, okay, that's really cool and super unexpected. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, I've already been to Arteum. I've met the Sidgix. He's like, oh, fantastic. I'm glad it all worked out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, like, then you don't need to know any of this then. I just yeah, wasted breath I was, for nothing. Thank you. Wait, so I, side note, because we do kind of, 
not just us, but a lot of people call out when they they miss something. It's like, oh, I wish that guy knew me or whatever. I wish they made more reference. Side note, I cannot believe he recognized that I had done a decent amount of Somerset. It was like, yeah, man. All right, cool. You saved everybody. Good work. I see in chat, Dr. Huda. I love the continuity there. You're like, yeah, that's (laughs) pretty amazing that they did that. That is that was pretty crazy to me um it's kind of like when new people in our community or in our guild are like i'm gonna try eso i'm gonna start with marwin i'm like if you do that then naru's not really gonna know you the same way (laughs) because there's no continuity within to go backwards right so if you do marwind our dark our dark brotherhood that's even a better one yeah and and then go back The Dark Brotherhood one's the best because you can actually like flirt with her a little bit and she gets yes. all like kinky with you and I love her for that. Yep. Um, yeah. And then you go back to uh, Deshaun. She doesn't recognize you. It's like, right. we just... did. Do I not mean anything to you? Because we were just flirting up a storm and apparently you must have been drunk because you don't remember me and I feel bad. Yeah. It's a thing. um so that's like the majority of what i've done because otherwise uh, i have not really had a chance to play shadow key or whatever because of the fourth of july wasn't around as much so i usually play that in the morning uh before i head to work just because it's easier to play on the couch or whatever so i'll be probably back to that on a more regular basis and have tragic updates my adventures there afterwards but um Otherwise, really, all I uh, have done is a bunch of elsewhere dailies, which are shareable, uh, which is lovely. You don't need to complete the main quest to work on dailies, which is please keep that up. Do not make me do storylines to then unlock a repeatable that I have to do 30 times for an achievement. Let me just do the repeatable whenever. Um, Because I like going into a zone and it gets me around the zone. So I get the hang of while just doing the repeatables. That's kind of how I like yeah, that's kind of how I like to do it. Well, then I hate to tell you about Merkmire because... Oh, yeah, I know. That was... Trust me. The first two, I, fine. And then you have that third one. Yeah. With the, yeah, I know. They popped up at the end. It was like, oh, my God, there's another one that I now have to start from 1 to 30. Yeah, well, and oh you're already God. done with the zone and just yes. want to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, because I had the first two completed and then found out of the third one. And Clockwork had the same thing with those damn birds. We had to collect the trash. Right. That was. Yeah, but the Court of Crows is great. Oh, I like the Court of Crows, but I didn't like the fact that I didn't know they were there until you were seven of eight quests through the whole zone. Right. Like main quest wise. So I like the option because they added the dragon hunts where you just basically kill three dragons a day. Um, And that, you know, the others are the Delve Clear and the World Boss Clear. So. That's fine. Uh, they all share, except the dragon one freaks out. Sometimes you can share it. Sometimes you can't. We don't know what changes that. If anybody knows, let me know, because I have. we can't figure it out. Like, we go as a group of, like, five of us. No idea why some, some people can share it and other people can't. And there's only one version of it. Kill three dragons. I, I don't get it. Could be. <laughs> well, never mind. I was going to say it could be a conflicting uh, add-on, but that doesn't mean anything to not, you guys. Not us. Not on us console, Chuds. Uh. <laughs> nope. Um, 
So the only other thing, which I feel like you probably won't be able to help with, but I want to throw it out there in case anybody can actually respond to me, is <clears throat> the end of the Somerset quest, okay. where you need to convince the Sapiarchs to reset up the wards because they're destroyed and you don't really want the Crystal Tower just like swinging its doors wide open. They don't want to work with the Sigic Order. They don't want to talk to you because you're an outsider. And basically, Raz is like, okay, well, we need, we're going to listen to him because he does care about Somerset. Here's why. And he parades in a bunch of people that you've helped in side quests. Like, oh, you know, he saved me, um, you know, uh, here and so-and-so found this and he discovered this murder. And it's like going through all the people that I helped in my side quest. Okay. Do you know, is that based on what side quests you actually do? I did them all first, so I don't... Yes. I didn't know. Okay, so, like, if you didn't do any and just did the main quest, would you be like, yes, yeah, so here's, you know... I've never not fraud. done any. Like, I've only I've always done, like, a handful, and mm -hmm. it's definitely, to, like, on my main, it was everybody, but on alts, it was fewer people. Uh, and I think there's probably a voice line if you just did the main story the, that he's like, yeah, he's trusted by the queen. He helped. He essentially okay. helped do all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just curious on that because I when they were parading in all the people, I was like, oh, I remember you. I remember you from the like that house of um, the masks and stuff like that. Even they were coming in. And I was like, oh wow, okay, this is actually pretty cool. I was like, I wonder if this is because I actually did all of it. It is, which I assumed it was. Okay, cool. It is. Neat. Then that's actually really cool that that factors in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. So, I've been playing a lot of ESO this week. Like, a lot. Like, 20 hours plus of ESO this week. Um, in order to finish up Merkmire. Because Merkmire has been a massive drag for me. And I gotta tell you, though. By the time you get through, like, the first three quests, there's only, like, seven quests, and the last quest doesn't even mean anything. It's really kind of... Right. It's kind of like, oh, you've done everything. You should just go over and say hi and see how it all turned out. So, literally, the last two quests really get you involved, all right? To the point where I had to finish the entire thing. Like, it mm -hmm. got neat. It started Dude, I'm telling you, I was shocked that that yeah. happened to me, too. That's why I literally didn't know how to say it to you without spoiling it, either. Because I'm like, this is so unbelievable because I was in the same boat. I'm like, eh, it's fine. Like, <laughs> Well, I think the thing that most interests me is at that point, you start to find out what the remnant of Argon really is. Mm -hmm. And you actually find out that the remnant of Argon is... The collective, and the, oh, I got this blew my mind. Don't forget to tell. Yeah, all right, I won't forget. All right, so you got the remnant of argon, which is essentially a condensed ball of 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 tree sap from a history that contains all the souls of a lost tribe of Argonians called the Root Whisper Tribe. The Aliens, which is it kicked up because I'm like the aliens were here, okay, to try to attack them. They they move south into into Argonia and they have all these underground structures. And I love the aliens because they're again one of those elf elven races that have disappeared off the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. So that's always interesting to me. To you know, like when you have the Dwemer ruins, the the alien uh, empty alien, uh, it's fantastic. 
aliens, yeah, we know elves. what happened to them. Yeah, the snow elves. Looking past these extinct civilizations is something that's really neat. So you kind of have to follow through this entire storyline. You get thrown into some weird MC Escher kind of thing <laughs> when you start going through gateways, the alien gateways. Yeah, the, the floating gateways within gateways was super weird. And it's all and on you pathways. you definitely die if you jump off them. Oh, do you? <laughs> Oh yeah, I was here. I was trying to jump from different ones to different. You can make zero of the jumps, or at least I can with my lacking skills. And yeah, you, you just teleport to the platform, super dead, and Sansa soul gem, and ten percent damage all your gear. Nice. It, but that was so neat. The MC Escher area where you're like, uh, looked awesome. What do you see here? To his apprentice, uh, <clears throat> gates. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, and then, oh, what was the other thing that was? Oh, all right. Going back, the Argonians were being attacked by the aliens, and the aliens wanted their souls. They were sucking their souls out, and they were they were doing all this magic. But then, do you remember the scene when the apprentice comes in to... I can't remember the, the leader's name. doesn't really matter. Um, and saying that... Uh, saying that the souls have disappeared. He's like, how do you lose a soul? Mm -hmm. The history called the souls back. They were taken and got the souls called back. Does that mean that the history has complete control over the souls of Argonians, that even if an Argonian is captured in a Daedric realm, such as her scene turning into a werewolf, that a history mm -hmm. at its whim can literally pull the Argonian soul back out of the grips of anyone. I'm yeah, I know. I, histories creep me out, man. <laughs> like I'm waiting to find, cause there's always little inklings of, how powerful they are or stuff like that. And <clears throat> they don't go excessively into them a lot of the times, but they're both powerful. And also the whole hive mind thing with their freaky powers is kind of, I don't know. It's really creepy because I wonder how much like free will Argonians actually have. Cause they seem like tethered to these things, like well beyond any, well comprehension of their own control and 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 you actually see that with um oh the imperial argonian lady whatever her name is she's one of the bad guys um spoiler uh she was cut off from the history like all the other argonians are like you know you're walking around and they're like yeah what's up oh no i wasn't talking to you i was talking to the history what oh yeah can't you hear him yeah can you hear it it's like no, and, and you're freaking me out, man. <laughs> and that's what was driving her nuts is that she was so cut off. She's like, I can't hear the hiss. Yeah. I, yeah. And she gets like freaky depressed really quick. Like as soon as she's like, it's just silent. Like, she's she's cut off from her deal. Right. Yep. I mean, essentially, that's what it is. They're not talking to her anymore. Or mm -hmm. she was cut off for whatever reason. Or They don't actually explain it. And I think I remember at one point it talked about the hiss um being able to like withdraw if they don't have enough sap in them like there's things that they can do it's really neat 
And then there's still the possibility of a, of a his tree going rogue, breaking away right. from the hive like mind. Like the sleeping tree in um, Skyrim or whatever, the, with yeah. the sleeping tree sap, that rogue one that is just like, yep, that one. Mm-hmm. Why is that trying to basically brainwash random people throughout the province of Skyrim? It's like, why is that one trying to brainwash the people of Skyrim? Like, what's going on with all that? And then there's then there's the one in the root tree village, which isn't dead but looks dead. Yes, because it's funneling all its energy to keep these souls alive. Then there's mm-hmm. the one in uh, Lilmoth in the book, the the books, the um, oh, the Infernal yes. City books. That that history went rogue. So huge uh, shout out to um, Camel Works on YouTube for actually teaching me this. The sleeping tree in Skyrim, that is the rogue hist from the books. You can actually tie them together through dialogue in the game. You can? Yes. Uh, Ysolda, um, the one who can buy and deal with the uh, sleeping tree sap, the notes you find, you can actually trace back that she's the drug dealer. And she makes reference to them finding the tree based on um, on an island that once floated by and dropped debris down into Skyrim that nobody believes exists anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'll link you the video. It's Please incre- do. And he, it's like a half an hour long of him explaining it. And like no one knows its meaning and it's never been addressed in the series. But it's like super creepy, all the stuff that surrounds it. Mind mm-hmm. equals blown right yeah. now. Okay. Yep. There's like a possibility that it's actually like a corrupted one from um, Clavicus Vile. Mm-hmm. And he's merged with the Hist and that's what he's trying to do. to. Ki- oh, yeah. No, it is like super in depth for being a thing that doesn't even have a quest in Skyrim. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Well. Yep. Yep. Now I... Now I need. Now I know what I'm doing tonight. Um, dang. No, that's. But yeah, <laughs> nope. like I found myself intrigued by the hist a lot, and with how much the hist is a part of their culture to the point where, and they even have almost like this Buddhist uh, reincarnation thing because they're like even when the souls are released, they'll come back. Like all the Argonian souls that exist are all that will ever exist because they're just reincarnated into new bodies the argonians are freaky man well, <laughs> and, and their deities are freaky and, and and that's why when like you're in when you're trends you know traversing the mc escher painting and going through there and seeing <laughs> the remnants of 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 the the spirits that are still around that have died and are you know, that still linger because of the magic of the hist and the magic of the aliens. Right. That they're like, they're torturing Argonians trying to find out the secret of the hist. That's what they're after. The secret of the hist, the aliens trying to figure out how they have this power. And they're in the frost room and the guy's like, have you learned anything? And they're like, no, Frost doesn't work. He's like, well, try ne- you know the next thing. You'll eventually find it. If Frost doesn't do it, then fire will. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, I, I can't explain it. I can't even explain how they're walking. Their physiology is so strange. <laughs> I don't even know how they exist. Boom. 
Mm -hmm. I, I got really hooked, and I'm really sad Promethean isn't here. So he I can't know because he's our resident. Me. Right, his resident Argonianness would be very proud right now. Right, and it yeah, it literally blew my mind. I was just like, "What just I, happened?" Yeah. Right. No, and, and to be fair, um, also because like the the other thing is, I didn't want to go too into it when I was doing it, but um, when you were in the, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like that egg chamber. I forget the official name of it, but like when you're getting ready to do the dream strides to uh, to link in, the environments around that just looked so cool with the eggs like built into the walls, like mm -hmm. the cocoons and stuff like that. Like the art to that, because I mean. We've made mention of kind of it being a little on the high fantasy side as of recently, the art style and stuff like right. that, which I'm not as big of a fan of. That's yeah. just not as much my thing. I felt that was a good mix of like a weird kind of dream sequency, high fantasy thing, but uh -huh. it was also still grounded enough that it was like, oh, this doesn't seem like it's taking me out of it as much as I usually find with some of the like more bizarre mounts or the skins that are super jarring and right. the amount, you know what I mean? Like I well, liked the mix that's of it. Because there. when you're playing the elder scrolls, especially from Skyrim on, let's face it. Yep. It felt real to life. Like this could be a place I could visit. And all of a sudden there'd be an Argonian there. You just be like, Oh, why? Hello. You know, like I, then that's where I think right. their art style changes that they made recently is kind of weird. But seeing the Argonian art style being this weird Aztec mixture is really neat. It's really neat. But yeah, no, I, I was, I was pleasantly baffled by the time I had reached the end of that. Um, to realize exactly what had happened. So, I know at the end you actually have to guide these souls back to the Hist. Who did you end up killing? Unless you had to walk away, which it looks like you did. Yes. Okay. Which I totally did. I just absorbed a dog into the bedroom. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, on the bright side, I managed to mute the headbutt into the door this time, which <laughs> was there last show for anybody who caught that nice. little uh, bonus. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm sorry. So no, no, no. At the very end, you actually have to make a choice on who's going to yes. guide it. Who did you do? So that was why I said I liked Jaxic Orn in the end. So if you, I don't know how much you got along with her, because I know you said she wasn't so much your thing as yeah. you were going. Yeah. So. Um, since I kind of leaned into, like, I liked her approach to things and I was, uh, kind of buddy, buddy with her throughout the whole thing. It turns out that she, although is a bit of a psychopath when it comes to efficiency, um, some of the things she does along the way, you find out she has a really, really strong connection to the hist. And at a couple points, she gets incapacitated when the hist would take a shock for like in the dream itself and the, like you could feel the pain of the hist or whatever it was like screwing her up so i was like okay plead your case why why do you why do you two want to do what you're doing or whatever mm -hmm. and zucas's thing was like oh it'd be an honor or whatever but he's like i think it wasn't even like he said i'm maybe more to the task than her he's like she feels the hiss so strongly as well 
maybe you should just do more being alive in the normal world. I'm like, no, I really think she should probably actually help regrow this tree. If this is what you guys are doing, I want someone with a really strong connection to do this, to get this back going. So I did. So I ended up going with Jaxic Orn and I thought it was like a pretty cool connection that she seemed like on surface level of just being like, kill, kill, kill. And it was more masking the fact that she actually was super efficient for what she was doing. But at the same time, was more, not emotional, but more connected to her surroundings than she ever let on. Okay. So, and that's why in the end, when she was like super in favor of doing that, I was like, nope, I'm glad I made this choice. Like I did end up really liking where that character went. So mm-hmm. that, that was, I was pretty glad I stuck with that character throughout. And that's why when she, she was my sacrifice, I was pretty pleased with it. I, I did the same thing. Mine was okay. a little different for that. I, I love Zookus by the end. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. He was a man, too. Like, I, yeah. I'm kind of glad he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. And and now that he's the head of the, the Root Whisper tribe, it, it even brought it around full circle at that point. But listening to their stories and whatnot and how that she's part of the Nagas and therefore it didn't really matter. Like, she's like, if I died, no one's going to weep for me because this is what we live for. You know, it's right. like. Zulkis, on the other hand, when you go to the Brightthroat village, especially when you talk to the elder, the elder's like, I expected him to be the next chime maker, you know, because Mm -hmm. he has this connection, even with outsiders, that I'm like, I don't want to lose. I could really care less about Jaxxorn. She can go. Right. And, yeah, so... And even with Argonians, they get reborn anyway, but... Right, she's just going to come back as egg muck later on and uh hopefully she makes the cut based on that other quest well, and that's, <laughs> and and that's the thing dumped. when you talk to them they even say about the reincarnation going mm-hmm. you know it's not really goodbye and he's like it's sort of like this at some point you'll see an argonian hatchling and while it may not mean anything to you just know that your soul rejoices as it has met Jax's orn again so she might not even know that's who it is, but the soul remains the same. And that your right. soul recognizes it, even though you're not consciously aware of it. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's the way they described it. So it was yep. almost to the point where, I guess at that point when you die and you then become conscious of your soul's um, existence... You were like, oh, I got the meter again. You know, that's right. how I took it. So mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised at, at how much I enjoyed the story by the end. I still couldn't get out of there fast enough. but No, I know what you mean. I, I So once I completed all the challenges, with the exception of uh, Black Rose, which I've gone back, I think I'm about over farming that thing. Uh, I, just because I don't care much for that arena. It, it's... A lot of mechanics from other things, as opposed to new mechanics, kind of just mushed together and then made so that most of them one-shot you, which I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, So eh, I I think I'm about over-farming that whole thing, because once we started clearing it, it was just like, do I really want to do this for the style? I don't think so. So I think... That's really the only time I've been back to Merkmire since completing it. As much as I enjoyed Merkmire, like you had said, I kind of pieced out from Merkmire after that. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, we're all set. 
I, I mean, I honestly can't blame you at that point. I'm, I'm yeah. similar at that. I'm just like, eh, I'm kind of done, you know? Yeah. But again, I, just like you, I was very surprised how that story did engage me by the end because I was, I think five missions in, I was like, woof, they kind of missed on this one, which is a, a rare thing for the storytelling of the game where I'm all Hey, storytelling and art, you've at least got that. Like, even if the mechanics aren't your thing or the MMO thing isn't your thing or whatever. And that's why I was like, well, this is a rare miss. Yeah. In the end, uh, I was like, okay, so I guess it was a rare slow start, but it wasn't a miss in the end anyway. So, touche. No, yeah. It it literally took me to the last two of the seven quests Mm -hmm. until I was like, okay, I'm into this. Yeah, I think I got hooked a little before that. I was on, like, five, and I was like, I'm starting to starting to be curious here and then like like for me it was as like soon seven, as the aliens like, showed up then yes. yeah you started seeing back to what it was before it's like oh wow this is dark as hell it was yeah way darker the enslavement than I and just the like casual murder of things it's like okay this is horrific yeah and, and well and, and that kind of led me back to the point of why the remnant of argon was even they're like, it's hidden. They were all treating it like it's this dark thing that it's hidden and no one knows where it's right. at. I'm like, okay, so it's some sort of mysterious power type thing. All right, yeah. I get it. It's a doomsday device like every <laughs> other story. All right. right. And then you find out, it's like, why would you want to hide this other than, I guess, hiding it from the people who would want to destroy it? But Right, exactly. It's like, okay, wow, yeah. No, it was a very good diversion away from expectations on what it seemed like it was just like oh it's like you said it's a doomsday device yeah okay we get it it's like oh nope this is just because it's warped (laughs) so was vanessa the argonian who couldn't hear the hiss trying to get the relic of argon so she could be reincarnated i think yeah i think what she was trying to do was um she was going to use basically that like them as her attempt at connecting back to the hist uh what her master plan was i wasn't entirely sure if she was going because i know she wanted the thing and she was trying to link back to it to use that so i couldn't tell whether she was trying to crack into it to use their souls to try to just like okay here's my connection back to the hist because you are connected to the hist or if she was going to use them to try to re like instead of symbiotically regrow regrowing that uh, the root tribe, it's like okay, we're gonna do this my way because I want a history again. So get in there and just like jam it in, type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was an interesting thing, especially because when she first betrays you, I was a little like really like that seemed kind of out of left field and then it was like oh okay you're going nuts because you don't have any connection to your deity (laughs) gotcha which i can understand at that point yeah she's more of a sympathetic character than a bad guy i'm evil for the sake of evil it's yeah then you but then then the whole blackguards thing because i refuse to say blackguards no they they are blackguards you are correct they it makes no sense like what was their motivation other than maybe money I think yeah, that's probably I, I, I it. They were just trash mercenaries, like that she had working for. Like I didn't the broken think... wheel or the iron wheel Correct. was, and yes, Guild. I, I really didn't think that they never seemed like they had like a vested interest in it, other than as you know, purveyor of 
selling goods, she had a ton of money and could basically hire a small militia to help find what she needed, um, which anytime, ironically, she didn't find what she needed, she could sell it to continue her excavation of finding what she needed. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't think they had like a, a deep meaning beyond just we're here for the money and she has an objective. Well, and they even tied back the earlier quest that didn't hook me when you had to get the the Volca stone. Because that was like yep. one of the very first quests. You're like, you got a Volca stone. It's like, oh, it's a shiny rock. And that's literally how they treat it. It's like, oh, right. what do you do? Like, that's neat. Throw it back in the swamp. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we'll just put this in a chest somewhere. That's great. Yeah. Good, and that's good where job. it ended. I'm like, is this literally going to be the entire story? And they wrap that around, too. So. Yep. He kind of got me there. Otherwise, that was pretty much mostly what I did. I got my Dragon Knight to 39 from like 36. Uh, I was farming a little bit in Sunhold just because I'm trying to clean out my bags and I still have like partial uh, rune box pieces. Oh, in my... yes. So I was trying to farm it on my main, and then I'm sitting there going, why am I doing that on here when I could do it on an alt and at least be gaining levels or something? That's exactly how I, that's how I leveled my uh, Stam Necromancer. Gotcha. Me and uh, a couple of my buddies was just running the Elsewhere ones on loop, and I was just like, man, I'm leveling up. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Like Pop an XP scroll, go nuts. Yep. Uh, as I posted on Twitter, I logged on, killed a few enemies, and noticed my bags were full. I have maxed out inventory, so let's... That's like 200 slots. And I'm like, how are my bags full? And I look through and I have, you know, I do have a lot of stuff in my bags. I generally cover about 50% uh, full at all times or close to it with potions and armor mm -hmm. and stuff. All right. And then I start looking. I had 87 writs and surveys that's, to do. That's rough. So, yeah, I spent like an entire day doing that. Just clear all those that. treasure maps and junk too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. yeah. They just well, build up. They do, especially they when really do. For several months, all I had been doing was logging on and doing daily writs. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the that's that's. So you know how you get the uh, login rewards each day? Eh, it's mostly junk. Um, yeah, it, it's fine if you're new, and that's been like the running theme is like originally they dumped crown crates. And they've done some things like 100,000 gold and, you know, some stuff that the big thing that has been lingering for a while is they've got pretty crappy. They've got very pretty forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of de facto log in just because I always like to do my writs at least. Yeah. So I do my writs by default. I get the login reward, which usually I don't care about, whatever. So I'll get Booty killing me here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Such good audio but, uh, until this yes. week squeak but um the uh big thing about it is i kept getting food which i'm like great okay so i have this mediocre food that isn't as good as mine you're killing me boots uh, so i've got those like crown chicken dinners yep yep which are great for questing or whatever i actually been throwing them on low level it. alt so i don't have to worry yep, about that's good food. too because it scales yeah. and then the other one which i just feel bad about throwing them away because they're worse than my tripods that i can make however they give you so many crown tripods which for trash pots in dungeons i mean okay whatever they're they're fine you know they they do the trick yeah. or whatever i mean it's a, it's a I think it's now 10% less than 
like a good one. Right. So if I'm doing something obscenely difficult or we're having a real hard time, like that Black Rose or something, it's like, okay, I need every ounce of ability to not suck possible. Yeah, right. But if we're doing a normal dungeon and I'm half paying attention, I screw up. Okay, whatever, I'll pop one of those things. From just logging in for a while and doing Ritz, I think I still have 486 of those damn things. I'm down Which they only to... stack to 200, yeah. so it's like that's multiple inventory slots i'm losing to those things i'm like you're killing me i had 1500 oh my god no i i just went to uh, all my alts and grabbed a stack at 200 yeah, grab just a to stack get... and at least hey whatever i'm using this he's now got yeah, yeah whatever yeah i'm on a level five he's got 200 tripods just ready to go yeah yeah oh, those things are i wish they'd have a vendor price so i could just even just... trash them for some the gold. one thing that a lot of my friends have mentioned, and I love the idea. Just in the grand scheme of things, it is not going to hurt their bottom line monetarily. Just let us trade that stuff in for one crown gem, like a stack of it or whatever. Yeah, they're free login. Th I mean, that's not going to build up that fast. You right. know what I mean? Like a stack of two hundred for one gem. I'd be happy with well, that too. It, exactly. It's like what? What? I didn't do anything to get it to begin with. So whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I logged in. It's not like... So, it just seems like that would be a good alternative just so people could get something out of it. Because unless you're just starting out, it's just junk. I say the, the same time. thing with it. Anything you get from the daily login that's a crown should be allowed to be turned in for crown gems the same way you would... Would as if yeah, you got from absolutely. a crown crate. Yeah. Yep. In which case, they'd probably give us nothing at that point, or they would lower the rewards because we're getting... Sure. But what... I mean, honestly... Fine, now you get one crown potion. I don't care. I'll still build them up because it doesn't matter. This month has more than other months where it has two collectibles. Yep. But one of them's just a shield from the Pandari thing anyway, which I think you can probably get from doing the crown crates, and you may end up unlocking it anyway. Yes. Because it's That's just a motif right. page. Right. Um... And then the other, I can't remember what the other one is, but it's a costume. But yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm not real happy with that. But anyway, well, I'll yeah. go quick on my because we're already moving along here, and I want to get through because um, we had fun with these tales. But right. um, yeah, so I was doing that on that alt, and now all I really got to do to get caught up is I need to do uh, the Wrathstone dungeons, which again mm -hmm. I like to go through them the first time on normal and with a party. Yep. Do the story. Yeah, because I'll sit and read all the books. Uh, Depths then, of Malatar is so cool. I'm I'm excited. I just got to find You'll people to do it You'll love the end fight of the Depths of Malatar. Nice. Is all I'll, I'll leave it just at that. Is You'll that the laser I mean one? You, uh, oh, dear God. No, that's that's not even the final boss of uh, Frostvolt. Okay. It's a Steam Centurion. Yeah, that, that'll that make you want to. I mean, uh, normally it'll be fine because you can just nuke it. Like, you can out DPS it. Yeah, yeah. Mother of God on Vet. I mean, it's it's been, it's working fine. Last time I've done it, I haven't run it in a little while. It's working fine now. But, oh, my God. When that thing's timing was off, sweet Lord, that was frustrating. <laughs> right. Well, I have to do that. Then I got to do the prologue quest with Abner. Which, by the way, did you know Abner appears in the, the Bible? Second... First Samuel, um, really? Abner, son of Ner. Yeah, he is the chief lieutenant of King Saul. No way. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. I, I have not read the Bible since college philosophy. <laughs> so it has been a long time. That is 
I do not remember. That's very interesting. Well, going back into uh, it, it's it's spelled a little. It's A B N E R, but it's pronounced Abner the same way they're spelling their Abner, Abner or whatever. Uh, but yeah, he first appears in First Samuel fourteen fifty. I just looked it up, uh, and he's son of Ner N E R, and he's Saul's uncle. That's what he is, and commander of Saul's army. Huh. Interesting. One thing I note from the Elder Scrolls is that uh, 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 help me out here. What's his name? The guy who pretty much did all of Morrowind. Uh, Michael Kirkbride. Michael Kirkbride. Yes. Uh, I don't know if he was like a uh, like a religion major was, or what, but he pulled a lot he, of lore from various a lot from christianity a lot of religion stuff a lot of buddhism uh, yeah. yeah hinduism hinduism yeah uh, yeah he he had a lot of a lot of very philosophical dives for some of the background lore in uh ESO or es in general yeah right so i just found that was interesting because i was i was listening to it this week and i heard the name and i'm like wait a minute <laughs> so I pulled it out and I was listening I'm like, huh. So um but even when I heard Nur, son of Nur, which is a lot like what Nern was before, because it was uh 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 Padme and um help me out. Uh Anu. Anu and Padme and then Nur who became Nern the planet. Yes. Yep. So I, it was just something I put together, and I just thought it was a neat little tidbit that mm-hmm. the name that, is very similar. That's to very one. interesting. I, that one I actually had apparently completely forgot because when you said that, I'm like, really? It, I don't have any recollection I of mean, that. there were only a handful. Like, unless you had read it very recently, I highly doubt anyone would have remembered it. And the only reason why I did sure. it was I was listening because uh, I have it on, on Audible, and I was just listening to it. And I hit that point, and I'm like, wait a minute. That sounds familiar. Because <laughs> the guy well, yeah, was really the other. Exactly. The other thing that gets tricky, too, is just with that old style of writing, when so-and-so begets so-and-so who begets so-and-so, it's like you can get lost in the naming (laughs) conventions of like, (laughs) wait, who begot who? Like, oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, like, oh, wait a minute. Who was what now? Yeah. No, I just thought that was neat because as soon as I heard the guy pronounce it, I'm like, that sounds... I pull out my phone at first. I'm like, wait. Okay, no. (laughs) That's, uh, you know, I wasn't sure what was going on there. If my phone had, like, started acting weird. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's interesting. So, yeah, just a little tidbit, something that would be interesting for you guys. Yeah, that's actually pretty neat. Yeah. Um, High into real life stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have that. Um, and then I'll be on to elsewhere. So. There you go. Yeah. And that'll, I was going to say, I'm going to finish that museum thing. Um and then, actually, I'll be starting elsewhere proper because I've just done the random. I mean, I've killed the world bosses. I've done the delves, uh, public dungeons, but I haven't touched the main quest or any of the side quests because I wanted Somerset completed right. uh, first. So now I'm going to be diving in as well. So then maybe we can, you know, actually discuss it in a couple of weeks because I yeah. noticed a lot of people and we were like, I still don't want to spoil it, but. When can we talk about this? It was like, give it a little longer. Yeah. It does take time for everybody to get through it. I'm, so it I'm, was like a little longer and then we can get to it. But all right. It so like, elsewhere's it, out. What is Yeah. We don't even have the next patch yet. 
No, um, we do not have the next patch yet. It's a dungeon uh, patch, right? Yes, it'll be a dungeon and then the quality of life patch. Right. Um, which everybody's <laughs> that'll this be our next supposed... topic, the one everybody's killing and maiming each other over. Right. Uh, yeah, so it'll be that, and then two new dungeons. Not scale collar, scale breaker. Right, right. And whatever the hell the other one's name is. <laughs> so we, we, yeah, so we don't even have that. I am very yep. loath to um, discuss elsewhere until we're at least the next patch in. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I like giving, I mean, because I always like having time to complete stuff. Sure. As is, at like a normal pace, I don't like rushing through these things. Um, Especially not I mean, such the a heavy set. story. Right. Chapters are no joke. I mean, the, I think Elsewhere looks kind of smaller than the previous chapters. We kind of discussed that mm -hmm. um, before. And I mean, it's just Northern Elsewhere, Southern Elsewhere will most likely be what we're doing in the fall um, for the Q4. But just in general, I'm curious how long it is. But I mean, nonetheless, the chapters in this game are bigger than games I pay $60 to buy new. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It's like they mm -hmm. they're the stories are involved as, and then you've got the side stories and stuff like that. They, they're the equivalent of like a full game. Mm -hmm. So it's like it takes some time to get through those unless you're blitzing them. Right. Um, oh. Another another neat fact. Another thing I heard again. Uh, Rimen. The, mm -hmm. the, the elsewhere capital is uh also in the bible really yes uh rimmon yes. it's spelled r i m m o n but it's pronounced rimmon oh so yeah um, so rimmon but pronounced rimmon yeah and sure. i'm trying to find it where it was in the map but it is that also is one of the cities that the israelites took uh throughout huh. so yeah yeah there is so many weird tie-ins whether like we realize it or not. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, again, as much as Michael Corkbride kind of make my head hurt a lot reading his stuff. Yes. Um, and I do think he spent a decent amount of his time, probably pretty high <laughs> at the same time. I think he's probably one of the most efficient people who ever straddled the line between genius and madness just from the subtleties that are in his writings in right. the Elder Scrolls. Um, Rimmon was just northwest of Jericho on the map huh. of the Salt Sea. Yeah. Interesting. One of the things that I think that why Elder Scrolls lore feels so good is because it makes almost these subconscious calls to things yes. that exist and you're just like yes you know it's it's kind of like um nostalgia but something you don't realize yes 100 percent. It, it, funny you say that because i i brought that up um on just some random uh talking about like old games somewhere and i brought up the fact that as awkward as the game is i almost have a nostalgia for that ridiculous shadow key game and I think that's why I'm kind of sadistically enjoying it as much as it's griefing me back because it's so much like Morrowind, even yeah. though it kind of runs like butts 
and it's an ugly game, but it's got those notes that feel like Morrowind, which Morrowind is my favorite game of all time. So, so it's like I almost have a nostalgia for a thing I've literally never played just because it's got that connection that they feel similar, even though they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of off topic, but other games have done it. Have you ever played Guild Wars? Uh, no, one of my buddies loved okay. it, so I've seen it, but I don't know any, I, like, I don't know much about it except it as a sort of active combat system. Sort of. But anyway, there's a city called Ascalon, mm-hmm. A-C-S-A-L-O-N. Okay. Ascalon also appears in the Bible, A-S-H-K-E-L-O-N, in Palestine. I don't know if the city still exists or if it's renamed oh. at that point. But they essentially took that name and just essentially kept the same thing, but redid some of the letters. That's the other name I had huh. heard. I'm like, Ascalon, wait a minute. And there's an Ascalon in Guild Wars 2 as well. Yeah, but I, it's it's interesting when you have just enough of a connection to real life. Yeah. And 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 that's why it, like every time I heard it, it, it kind of was like, oh, that's interesting. And then, like and I said, the- I was listening and heard it. I'm like, wait a minute. Now I'm seeing the the connections, if you will. Right. Um, so anyway, that's the end of uh, our tales. I think. Hopefully, I'll get a chance to finish the Rastone dungeons. Once I get those done, then I'll pretty much be because the main quest or the prologue. Yeah, won't you don't need to long, but right. It, it's it's good. It's a decent length, and it's pretty neat. It's got repeatables at the end of it as well. It's super easy to do them though, which I like. Okay. Um, you can do. So there's, they send you to different regions, and you basically train troops for, like, the Elsewhere Armada and stuff okay. like that. Sure. Um, super easy. You can just fast travel around to them. Oh, you can nice. do nine per day. <laughs> so getting to 30, super fast. <laughs> Took nice. me uh, pretty much no time at all. I was like, oh, I like that. Do more of that. Right? Yeah. yeah. I was trying to do some of the uh, the... Shadowfen ones that were the precursor for Merkmire. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, the hundred and fifty. I mean, they were a cut. They were fine the first time, but when you need when the achievements do one hundred and fifty of them, it was like big old nope. And then uh, the only real redeeming quality one was the drunk Nord who would tell you bad jokes, or you would tell bad jokes, where we had all those Daedric jokes we kept doing until we basically exhausted all of them. So, like, that was at least a redeeming feature. Yeah, the rest of that was rough. Anyway, guys, let's go ahead and move right on into the news. And we've got Lotus of Doom on the news desk. All right. So, I wish I had some papers. I made the joke I was going to have papers. Don't even have papers to click. Yeah. Fill in the blank. All good. (laughs) Um, so we'll do the two, well, we'll do the short one, uh, about blades. Um, if you do play blades and you're listening to the live show or have magic time travel abilities, you can go back to before this weekend starts so that this event is not missed. Um, blades is doing a two times, uh, XP event. If you go into the abyss, I believe you get double gold as well. And there's some type of sale or whatever. You don't need to pay money for the game. Like just. Don't don't even bother if you don't want it. It's got enough. Everybody's bent out of shape about that. You don't need to pay anything. It's fine. Um, it's an option, but you don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is, too, uh, if you die, or I believe it's repairs, too, uh, they're all cut in half. So screwing up is cheaper, too. Oh, wow. Um, 
And uh, actually, on the note of Blades, since I haven't really been playing it much or anything like that, um, I know a lot of people have gold problems in this, so this actually might be a, a useful event for a lot of people if you do play Blades. I just maxed out my city. Uh, all of my vendors are now uh, max level, so my city is just completely dominating the province at this point. So very, very, very nice. I finally got there. Just squandering cash. But here's an opportunity to make more if you need it. So, should we... Let's do the skill lines. Should we get into the skill thing first? Yeah. Okay, so, they are putting skill lines in the crown store, which, of course, got hit with a wall of pay-to-win, play-blah-blah-blah-blah. So, what it is, uh, if you haven't seen it, is skill lines such as the Thieves Guild, Ledger Domain, uh, Mages Guild, Fighters Guild, all these things... Um, once you have completed them on your main character, just like with Sky Shards, you need to do them first. You cannot just buy these things. Mm -hmm. Once you complete them on one character to max capacity, you are allowed to then buy them on alts rather than re-go through the thing on an alt. I guess Sigic Order is coming as well later. They, they just did some to start with for whatever reason. Um, probably some technical reason I don't know about. But um, there's more coming for Sijic and st stuff like that, which I'm sure they'll make plenty on because nobody likes Sijic. Uh, story's great. Quest bad. Um, again, I'm in the same boat as I was with the Sky Shard thing. It doesn't bother me that this exists as long as you have to do it first. I don't care if you don't want to do it a second time, but you run alts. That's fine. Prove you can do it. And then once you've proven you can do it, if you don't want to do it again, which I get because I don't run alts, that sounds miserable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, fine. If, you, if you've got the cash and you want to do it, more power to you. Um, the only valid criticism of this that I do find, um, which is something we brought up on the show, way back when we said we wish there was a universal journal, uh, I think it's shining more and more apparent if they had a universal journal, none of this would really be a thing, but you can't monetize that in that case. Correct. So I get it. Like, you know, I, I, I understand that. I don't have a problem with this. And to be fair, if they want to do it with titles, whatever, just make people earn it on their account first and then whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it's the... It's just, it's as close to the gross line as I'll allow. But you're not going over it because you had to do it to start with. So that's why it doesn't bother me, I guess. Right. Yeah, I think I'd have more of an issue if, I mean, let's get this straight. I've, I'm pretty much one of the hard advocates for going back to the way it was mm -hmm. when it was a sub game only. Right. There was no crown store. That's never going to happen. Um, as much as I would want that to happen, it's not going to sure. happen. No. Um, so I don't like any of these things. Which I get. But honestly, like I said, as long as you had to earn it, I'm like, all right, whatever. Same with the yeah. Sky Shards. I think it's... I think it would have been more classy move of Zoss to make the Universal Journal... But yes. then, like you said, they would not get near the amount of money. Nowhere right. near. And it's an easy 
enticing monetization way of doing things. Sure. Uh, especially because we are in the minority that we do not run 50,000 alts. <laughs> this is true. So like that, yeah. I, that is the extreme minority. Um, it seems like a lot of people have many characters, uh, PVP specific ones and everything like that. So I do get it. But yeah, on that note, it, it just would have been a nice gesture had they done a universal journal and it was like, okay, it's, this is just, you unlock it once, you get it for everything, but that's just not how they're doing it, so it is what it is. Right. You still have the option to just do it. Like, you can just go through and do the Mages Guild if you want. And I see Doctor Who that in chat says, um, does this count for crafting skills as well? Because that would be insane. Uh, no. I, in fact, I, as far as I know, that's not anything they've made reference to. Uh, the ones they mentioned was the big one that they mentioned coming was the Sigic Order. I, I know that was like a big one. Um, but for the time being, the big draw is the Mages Guild, from what I've heard um, in my current guilds. People are like, oh my God, I don't have to farm those books anymore. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I know people don't like doing that. Um, the Fighters Guild one, run the Necropolis or something for a little while. I mean, that's actually really fast to level up. That one's not difficult. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not exactly a fan of it, but eh, what, again, if you earn it, it doesn't bother me because you proved you can do it. I'm very big into proving you can do something. Then if you don't want to do it again, I mean, well, you did it once, whatever. Right. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the big one. All right. So the big thing is the patch notes with balance changes to combat. What I would rather refer to this as <laughs> as the complete gameplay combat overhaul, which is causing everyone to lose their mind. So we're going to rather than go through this because I believe it's like 35 pages long, so we're not yeah, going to do yeah. that. Uh, but there's a couple major highlights that we will point out. You can obviously just look at the patch notes yourself. The drama to this all started, ironically, before they were even launched, uh, because they were leaked by somebody. Um, they did not specifically name the person who did, although I do know they're apparently facing legal action for breaking NDA, uh, because they apparently had some type of working connection with them. So this was like a what are you doing type of thing. Um, so not sure what the deal is with that or who's facing repercussions on that. But if you look at the patch notes, Gina Bruno actually addresses the fact that the person no longer has involvement with Zoss and will be facing legal action going forward. And I'm like, whoa, okay. It's probably one, one of those um, stream team or whatever yes, it an is. Influencer or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just like, ooh, that, that, that was a blunder because NDAs, I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, you know, I got the scoop on something. You're not getting the scoop. They're trusting you with something. You signed a legal document. That's not how that works. Like, that's a different kettle of fish. Uh, so not sure what the deal is with that exactly. But yikes, uh, probably not a smart move, whoever did that. Yeah, right. Um, but then I do know as a... Um, we also know Zenimax is not... Um not opposed to suing people indeed yes so um, th 
legal team op yeah uh, they they've got a legal team that takes on facebook so okay. yes and then what's more so makes facebook settle yeah <laughs> it's like oh my lord um so yeah on that note uh, i know they came in over the weekend specifically um to kind of get ahead of the problem because everybody started speculating on like are these true or these false or whatever and they're like look we're coming in here's the actual patch notes. Like they're not supposed to be out till Monday, I believe it was. So here's just the patch notes now discuss, do whatever. But like, so that was a good move, I think by them to just get out in front, especially with the amount of controversy that they've caused. (laughs) Uh, So the big thing is the game is taking a huge shift is what it seems like from AOE damage to single target everything. So um, there's sweeping nerfs across the board to different skills. Some things cost more. Some things cost uh, some things just don't work the same. One of the biggest ones, healers really taking a very interesting shift as heals seem like they're focused more on single target heals, which is kind of peculiar. To me, um, the initial change is the orbs to which there was already a petition that somebody put on a website because, sure, that's better than leaving PTS feedback. That's great. That, that'll probably get you somewhere because they're going to read that. Um, you know how you can, like, spam orbs for resources? People synergize with them. You get your resources back. Um, they change it so you can only throw one orb, and I believe it costs more now, <laughs> which that is strange um, to say the least because if it's just like you goofing around that's fine but like in a raid setting you throw a bunch of orbs so lots of people can synergize like as tank if I'm running low on resources I want the damn orb like I don't want a DPS who's next to me stealing my orb if I can't block anymore because then we're all wiped like I get the concern about that but um yeah that's just the interplay that a really skilled team should have correct yes and that's what i'm gonna kind of make note of uh the other thing is they've also changed it and i think i like the change they have because again it's pts this is why me and several other people have been just saying look just relax like this is the point of a pts is to test things i feel like um this is just I'm glad they use the Ouroboros as their symbol because it's like the tail eating itself. We see this and it's cyclical. We see it all the time. Literally every patch. The the tank nerf. Do you remember that when oh you couldn't forever God. block anymore? Yeah, when I when I couldn't perma tank. Oh man, that mm. I remember when people were like, "Oh, we're all doomed." I'm like, "How are we doomed? I literally don't even need to play. I poke and hold L two and I block forever. <laughs> like that's that's my game." Yep. Every every six seconds, just one more poke to keep the threat yeah. on me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then it, if you had a healer, they just throw you shards. Okay, fine. I literally can keep buffing you guys as well. Like, they, I literally don't ever need to do anything. Um, or Morrowind, when they did the resource change mm-hmm. from the the cp respec when red guards no longer had unlimited stamina yeah infinity stamina yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and apparently the world was going down and nobody would be able to beat vma and vmall was going to be impossible pretty sure hodor did it in like 10 minutes like last month yeah that worked yeah really ruined the game uh so again 
yes, it's a little bizarre. And it does. The, the thing is, I'm not sure this is necessarily bad. Um, I from what I've heard is uh, in base testing, single target DPS is golden. And it seems like that's being the direction they're twisting the game is less AOE bombs where the tank goes to the middle and chain whips everybody to him. Not saying that I would do anything foolish like that to eliminate the need for a healer, but you know, I maybe chain everybody to the middle and everybody drops liquid lightning on me. And we nuke so you're saying you're the cause of this. So I directly see how this is going to change how I have to do dungeons with people, which is why I think I kind of understand to a degree some of this. Well, the Mike Finnegan is, said, I'm going to fix that. You can't <laughs> can't run my stuff without a healer when anymore. I've, whenever I've talked to him at an event, he has been he has mentioned several times that there is a effort to fix that. Mm -hmm. The only thing about this that does strike me as kind of weird is if the intent is to get more healers involved, nerfing healers in any way, since it's like the least played kind of thing, that seems a little peculiar. Even if they are skewing them in a direction like, okay, they need, you know, target their heals. Um, they're cutting, you know, some of the sets are a little less buffy. Like, actually, I believe Eben doesn't do quite as much. Um for like that group heal that you get with the red orbs. I've seen this in it. every MMO though. Whenever yeah. a healer gets nerfed, it's the end of the world. Oh, 100%. But world of Especially Warcraft had the healer nerf and everyone's like, I'm not playing healers anymore. Final Fantasy 14 just did an expansion and people were complaining about how they nerfed all the healers. Yeah, because they literally got to the point where the people were just standing there hitting one button and like person's like 1% health, full health, 1% full health. Like, I see <laughs> right. it all the time. I've seen it in trials where I get brought down to nothing and then all of a sudden someone pops one heal, I'm all the way back up again. It's like, okay. Yeah. Right. So, um, it, it, but that's why I'm kind of been referring to this uh, as like an overhaul because yeah. they're changing the way damage is done to, again, much more of a single target thing. Uh, it seems like to a degree I might be a little less over the top tanky, um, and my and I, it seems like some of the self healing, um, like I believe vigor now, instead of splashing out to a radius, now just affects you. So again, one of well, that's because like again you had too much healing. My, I know because I would hit everybody with some city and shield when they were next to me dropping liquid lightning after I changed everything in. And then I would hit them with vigor and then we didn't need the healer because I was makeshifting as a heal like that. Like as a stamina things, templar, I did the same thing. It's like, exactly. There it is. Right. Everyone so these, in melee range just had heals ticking off of them. So I understand why some of these things are shifting. Like I, I to, to a degree. And I think in the long run, this will relate and make more sense when they explain what the CP freeze is, because I think this ties into what they're doing on the back end, why we've stopped increasing CP. Um, because we earlier in the year, we had all of the races get overhauled. Now we're redoing a lot of the combat mechanics, how things work. Can I, can I do a tinfoil hat idea? Yeah. 
lag. They're making single target king so that people start shifting from AOE abilities to single target so the computers don't have to calculate as much. And they did say they were working on performance. So that could theoretically improve performance. That's actually a, a good point. Like that's you have less wacky effects going off with Mm-hmm. you know, overflowing torrents of lightning every six and a half inches. Mm-hmm. And like everybody's one-on-one with their opposing dude. And then, you know, tank manages boss and he can only manage so many ads. So you kind of work with that. Mm-hmm. That I could see that. Yeah. Um, now the one thing that has you already think been about changed... it, it's 11 players hitting six enemies, right. but now it's 11 players hitting six enemies instead of 11 players hitting all six enemies. Yes. Everybody's hitting all six, because then you you essentially have 66 damage quotients you're accounting for. Rather than six. Or 11. Yeah, 11. Exactly. So you just cut the amount of those things by by six. Yeah. (laughs) That's a huge calculation difference. Yep. Um. So the one thing that they uh, I had mentioned with the orbs, mm-hmm. which I do believe orbs still will cost more from my understanding. However, um, what they've changed to is when originally you had to throw the orb and someone would use the orb and it would burst and that was the end of the orb. And you had to kind of, it seemed like that was a little strict or whatever. So the new method, which I actually think sounds kind of neat and again, might feed into your theory on it will help performance. You throw an orb, it can be synergized multiple times by people, but mm. you can't spam orbs. So, okay, that's way less orbs on screen, so it's not processing all of those. Yep. But it's an orb synergy that will, when somebody synergizes, it doesn't pop and burst. Now it, it continues to float, but multiple people can use it. So it won't bother me if I need stamina mm-hmm. and also you know i need stamina <laughs> exactly you're next to me needing stamina so like we can both just synergize the same orb and it'll work nice and then requiring you to just be a little less spammy with it that i don't know that that doesn't strike me as a negative no i don't i don't see it either i mean at that point you're not then waiting i think it'll actually help more than hinder right um so i do know that's that's like the overview. I mean, like I said, read them for yourselves. They're very long. They're very in-depth. There's changes to skills. There's changes to armors. Like I had mentioned briefly, um, Eben, which gives you like, what is it, 1238 health to everybody in a party, something like that, up to 12 people. I think it loses like 100. The exact numbers are in the notes. Again, it borderline just barely keeps you from getting one shot, so it still barely keeps you from getting... You're either above the one-shot threshold or you're below it. Like, that's really all all right. it is in most cases. And my goal is to prevent you from getting nuked as best I can. Um, but, unfortunately, the internet is not seeing things like this so far. It's the world is ending, like we had mentioned. It really reminds me of Morrowind all over again. Mm-hmm. M- mainly in the fact that, because people were falling apart at the seams earlier this year with the race changes but it was a little it was a little less vitriolic people are just being nasty about these patch notes Mm -hmm. 
which is like okay people grow up a little here like one this is a game keep keep things in check please um and my big complaint was that people were freaking out before this went live on monday because they released the patch notes early because of the leak so people had a weekend to ruminate on this stuff yeah work themselves into a tizzy and then it went live so people had already started petitions on how one orb doesn't work before it was even live on the pts for anybody to test it i'm like okay (laughs) this is a reasonable course of action like yeah so a little temperance is all that i think people need with this and again that's what the PCS is for. You don't like it. That's totally fine. I get it. Like, I've heard plenty of things that I, I mean, one of my buddies is all about splash DPS damage on his sorcerer. His thing is like, I like doing AOE damage and just like nuking waves of trash. And then we work on a boss. Okay. This new style is not up his alley, but that adjust. might yeah, that might just be the direction of the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you either adjust or your gimmick is like, or not your gimmick, but like your specialty is weakening things in an area because it's not like they're taking them away. They're just not as effective to splash damage a ton of things at once. I honestly think a lot of this is the players who only ever played single player games don't understand how an MMO works. And that changes happen. Balance happens as the game right. advances. Skyrim has essentially been the same right. since 2011. Yeah. The original way to break Oblivion is still the way to break Oblivion. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I do think a lot of it, I'm not saying everyone, there are some MMO players, but a lot of MMO players have left ESO because it's really not much of an MMO anymore. No, it, it and that's it, you're a hundred percent right. It is, it's just enough MMO that we can play together. Yes, which I like. Yeah, but if you're a you're much more of a hardcore MMO person. Sure, where it's like that's not as much your thing. Yeah, as if it was like you say back to veteran rank days or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like that was more the MMO stuff. It was. It was. So, yeah, no, I, I think a lot of it comes down to people not understanding. It's like, why do you have to touch it, Zoss? MMOs are a growing, evolving thing. Right. It changes over time. And they're not intentionally making the game not... Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, no. the point of this game is keep them in jobs and make money. And obviously, they play their own game. Yeah. Like... Rich Lambert still has more CP than me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, on the, the the dude's got like 1,200 and something. It's like, geez, I just hit 1,100. It's like, I can't keep up with the yeah. creative director. Like, right. you already kidding me? So it's like, they do play their own thing. They're, they're not blind to this. So, I mean, I've had devs take pictures of my character and went, I saw you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, that's what I mean. It's like, that they... They play this. They're not trying to make the game not work. When you think about that logically, why would anyone try to ever do that? No, it doesn't like, make sense. It doesn't make any sense. I yeah. mean, you're not going to make money. From a business perspective, it's suicide. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, so 
everybody does the Zoss thing with the dollar sign or whatever. It's like, okay, well, then if you're on that theory, that doesn't make any sense because they won't make any money. Right. And if you're on the theory that they don't play the game or the, you know, well, that's not true because they constantly do, even on stream. Balls! I need balls! <laughs> there you go, Gina. Exactly. So there's, you know, there's got to be a method to the madness, even if everybody doesn't see it yet. Right. And I think what it is, is just so much is changing in this patch that it's like, it's not just the healers. Everyone has something to not, complain about. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it, you know, with the, with, with the race ones, some people were like, oh my God, like nobody who plays a Breton was like, I hate this patch. Yeah, They're right. Like, oh my God, my life is the greatest thing ever. And I am God. Where Thank you, Zoss. You are amazing. Yeah. Whereas this is like, there's so many weird negative, not even negative, just changes for people. Right. On the flip side, they did mention a few things that are coming that are nice, like quality of life changes, like multi-crafting. You don't need to have an add-on. Uh, and us console chuds, you can literally just set the amount of things you want it to make. And it will just auto-make them now. So oh, by the way, we've had that forever. Yeah, with an add-on yeah, so yes i'm aware of your add-ons you disgust me <laughs> <laughs> it's like how many but, how many of these uh potions are what 87 <laughs> yes so that is nice um apparently and you know now that add-on won't be necessary it's just how it works yeah. um which is that's cool because i mean some things like you know way back when guess who didn't have uh text chat or damage numbers originally yeah, like, I mean, granted, that was like year one, but still. Yeah, I understand console peasants. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, just because we're unwashed masses doesn't mean there aren't a freakish amount of us. <laughs> but yeah, so the multi-crafting thing, uh, very cool. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. And again, you never it need comes in helpful with uh, al alchemy and cooking specifically. It's uh, cooking. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to make so much money. Just spam making fishy sticks from all the fishing I do. And they sell for a dollar a fishy stick. I don't care because when I make four per scun fish and I have 11,000 scun fish and now I don't need to press square 11,000 times. Right. It's like you can fantastic. You can literally walk away and make yourself a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I come back and profit. <laughs> so... Um, that's a good change that unfortunately has kind of been dwarfed in and amongst all, the, you know, chaos and stuff. Right. But, um, you know, depending upon, I, I definitely suggest give it a look through, uh, a lot of the other podcasts are discussing it, um, have different opinions on it, stuff like that, but give it a look. If you have access to the PTS, try it out yourself. Uh, but don't assume it's the end of the world just yet because so far what is this patch 22 or 23 i think this is 23 so there have been 22 end of the worlds yep. and uh so far we still seem fine i wouldn't assume that number 23 is going to do us in yet either right nope I, and it, you know what's going to happen is people are going to say the end of the world they're going to find the new meta or a new set that works amazing that's going to become the new meta and then next patch, they're going to nerf that, and then we're going to be, it's the end of the world. They're it's nerfing the X. The <laughs> they took away slowed semblance. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Because <laughs> nobody liked that, and nobody liked Rune Cave. 
God. Anyway, definitely check those out. Moving on to get done with this show, because, man, we're right? still Good going. Lord. Yeah, for two of us, we're chatty. We are. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> anyway, it's a networking and nerd. Yes. Um, so our networking and nerd this week is actually going to be the first time we do another. We usually make nods to other podcasts in, uh, you know, the whole ESO podcast fam, since we all kind of are friends with each other, you mm-hmm. know getting the word out about each other we don't hate each so, other <laughs> yeah we we honestly it's it's weird it's almost like we're in each other's guilds and stuff yeah <laughs> um so this week i wanted to bring up a very long-running podcast in terms of long-running podcasts uh it's called a skyrim addict podcast i think they were around before so, we were they were because they were original they did like eight minute episodes um uh, michael is the main host um, they have a lot of guests on and yeah, they started with Skyrim right around the time of, um, Elder Scrolls off the record or originally Skyrim off the record. Um, so I wanted to give them a shout out. They have a semi consistent schedule, but I mean, their backlog is huge. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like 200 episodes in, I think almost. Um, but they have a pretty unique format. Um, and since many of us have an overlap love of the series Elder Scrolls as a whole, I figured they were kind of worth a, uh, a note. Um, they do a lot of things. Um, they, they discuss mods and stuff like that for Skyrim. They're, even though it's called a Skyrimatic podcast, it's not just Skyrim. They do have some reference to Elder Scrolls off the record, but that's not their big thing. Uh, they're much more into the single-player ones. Morrowind, uh, obviously Skyrim, and they do a lot Shadow of Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're that sick yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's many people doing that except me for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, but they do a pretty cool thing, which I actually love to catch up on because sometimes going back to older games is easier said than done, specifically speaking of Shadow Key, which I've learned. Um one of the cool things they do is, and you can get involved with it too, and they uh, encourage you to either write in or record yourself and send it to them as a voice file, and they do uh, feedback sections, and they will give you a, an objective. You can do a random character role or whatever. Um, they do RP stuff if that's your thing too, but they will roundtable. They will give you like a quest log. Oh, we're going to become thane of this or we're going to do the shivering isles expansion and oblivion or whatever and they will all do it together um throughout the course of in between episodes and they will recap listening to that is really cool because it saves you the trouble a lot of times of going back through the game and you actually get to basically recap older games if only they did that for shadow key then you would have right to do this. it would it's gonna leading the charge (laughs) so it's actually a pretty cool format that i really like because recently uh they re-uploaded their stuff kind of like you had to do what was it two years ago yeah last year Um, yeah well they they've recently kind of re-uploaded a lot of their stuff too because when your feed get that gets that long it gets complicated um but They've been that you know they'll go through those. It's um it's a pretty interesting listen, and they get a 
good variety of hosts to just jump in. And then you also get a lot of the community that you can listen to. So it's not just always the same type of thing going through. Mm -hmm. um, the only other thing that I figured uh, I should mention about them, because it's one of the things that I originally got in contact with them the first time on, is they have their Patreon, just like, you know, anybody help pay for the feeds and stuff like that. Uh, they do once a year. It's usually a little after I do my charity marathon. They do a cystic fibrosis um, charity marathon and anything they make over what their feeds require they bulk and donate to the cystic fibrosis foundation which is super awesome as somebody who loves to try to do as much charity work for those who need it so they also stand for another good cause which is important uh you know i always love when people try to make a note towards something beyond just what they're doing mm -hmm. and uh adds a little something to it so yeah if you get a chance check them out they're super easy to find because they, they've been around for a long time it's just a skyrimatic podcast their their whole thing is asa podcasting it's just abbreviated a skyrimatic podcast um but yeah you can find them pretty much anywhere and i uh, definitely suggest giving them a listen and if it's your thing join him you know join them on their roundtables. it's pretty all-inclusive so nice excellent <sighs> I think that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. I think so. Lotus, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, probably more so than I should actually be there when I'm at work, and I keep getting distracted recently. <laughs> but I'm at Lotus of Doom. Um, I'm hoping to have something stream schedule balanced out. Um, just work has been insane on my end, so I haven't had the time, but... I'm Lotus of Doom there, except the O and of is a zero. Um, and then I've gotten better at checking Discord, so I'm also Lotus of Doom there. If you ever uh, find me in DCN or floating around the Lore Seekers or you need anything, just feel free to let me know. There you go. Anyway, you can follow everything we do over at DungeonCarnetwork.com. There you find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to check out our Patreon program, patreon.com slash Network. If you want to help support the show, you can also support us by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words. Sometimes they matter. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we'll see you next time. See you later, everybody. Bye, everybody. When Akatosh Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the end. The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. 
When elves lost learned to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.